Hello and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point, Acts 4, 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. The church is on the verge of facing severe persecution. They will continue to preach about the resurrection of Jesus. They will continue to preach about the message of salvation. Nothing was going to stop them. But they knew once they did that, nothing was going to stop the persecution. So instead of praying for a dome of protection or for their enemies to be silenced, they prayed for something else. They prayed for the boldness to preach the word. Let's call it what it is. Holy Ghost boldness in preaching, where we are given an ability to preach the word in a strong and powerful way because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In order to be effective ministers, we need the anointing of the Holy Ghost just like the apostles needed the anointing of the Holy Ghost. This is going to be an important part of their ministries going forward. The purpose of holy boldness in preaching is to see souls one to Jesus, as we mentioned at the end of the last lesson. When the gospel is preached, our goal is to see so many people one to Jesus that the persecution naturally comes to an end. Now, let's see what else they ask for in verse 30. By stretching forth thy hand to heal. The request was for healing of all the gifts of the Spirit. Healing is the one that's going to grab the attention of the people more than anything else. Look what happened in Acts chapter 3. In Acts chapter 3, the man was healed at the gate beautiful. Over 5,000 people showed up because of the miracle, because of the healing. Healing is so important as part of the church because it will draw people to Jesus. When the gifts are in operation, especially healing, it will do something that no advertising campaign can ever do. It will bring Jesus, bring the people to hear the message of Jesus. If you look through the book of Acts, throughout the entire book, we see healings all over the place. Why? Because it will draw people to Jesus. Why do we need to see healing now in the church? Because it draws people to Jesus. The next part of the verse. And that signs and wonders may be done, let me turn to page, by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Let's just say this is the rest of the gifts of the Spirit. Every gift needs to be in operation in the church. When signs and wonders, especially healing, are present, it's going to draw a crowd 
and is going to send another message. That this gospel message that's being preached with boldness, that this message is true. And because this message is true, we can see souls one to Jesus. If you look at the account in Acts 3, we see these two things present. We see what? The man healed at the gate beautiful. We also saw what? Peter preached with a holy boldness that opened a door for 5,000 people to be saved. If you look at Acts chapter 2, we see the exact same thing. Signs and wonders at the beginning of the chapter. And then what? Peter preaching with a holy boldness. And that holy boldness opened a door for what? 3,000 souls to be saved. So in these two chapters, chapter 3 and chapter 2, what do we see? 8,000 people he, um, saved because of signs, wonders, healing, and the gospel being preached with holy boldness. We need all of this. Signs by themselves will not lead a soul to Jesus. We still need the holy boldness to preach the gospel for souls to be saved. But signs also open the door for the gospel to be preached. So the two go together. We need both signs and wonders, healing, and we need holy boldness. Now, what was the response of the Lord in verse 31? And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. Let's hold there. In Acts chapter 2, verses 1, 2, 3, and 4, we see what? The mighty rushing wind, and we see the fire of the Holy Ghost on the believers and in the church. Now, we see the shaking at this point. This is more than the shaking of the building the believers are in. This is even more than the shaking of the church. This is the beginning of the shaking of the community with the gospel of Jesus Christ with signs following. We as a group of believers, we need the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. We need the power of the Holy Ghost in the church. You do not get to the shaking in Acts 4 without the fire and the mighty rushing wind of Acts chapter 2. But once the Holy Ghost is operating in the church, and once the Holy Ghost is operating in the lives of the believers, this Holy Ghost power, signs, wonders, this Holy Ghost power, the boldness to preach, it needs to shake the community to a core. Shake it to the point where people will come and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We need the shaking just as much as we need fire and the mighty rushing wind. So as a church, what should we be praying? We should be praying for these things to happen. But not just praying, please, Lord, let these things happen. We should know that our God is going to do these things. We should pray these things 
expecting with 100% certainty that God will give us the boldness to preach. With 100% certainty that signs and wonders, especially healing, they are going to take place. We need these things in the church. We need all the fire, the mighty rushing wind, and the shaking. We should expect these things from God when we ask in prayer. And when we expect these things to actually happen, these things will actually happen. And we will pick up with this in our next lesson.